Hey, thank you for joining us. I'm Ezra Perdonson, the pastor of the Way Ministry. It's the English ministry of Curitiba, Brazil. This is our podcast, and I hope that this builds up your faith and inspires you to become more like Jesus. Well, enjoy the message. Wow. So good to be back. Amazing. I'm excited. You, I, I saw some comments there. Yes, I'm very excited. I, I had to respond because people were like, Israel, you're so, you're, you're happy, right? <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, that's me, right? I wake up happy. That's, that's just my normal. That's how, how I wake up. All excited. Uh, it's so good. So good. Guys, we are starting today a new series called In His Name. In His Name. So, in His Name. You have a name. How many of you? Uh, like your name, raise up your hand. Huh? Okay. Um, how many of you, if you had the chance to change your name, you would change your name? Huh? huh? How many of you? Okay. You're like, I, I kind of me, Pastor. It's okay. It's all right. Jimmy, well, what's your real name? Jimison. Okay. See, I would have changed the name. That's okay. <laughs> I play with him because he's, he, he's, a, he, he's a friend. Okay, so Israel, that's my name. Israel. Okay, is there any Israel here? No. See, it depends on, on what your name is. You are the only one. <laughs> How many of you, while you were in school, you were the only one in your class with your name? It's like, okay. Okay, Jimson, probably you, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there was no problem. People would call you, and you know it was you. Now, what's the other way around? How many of you, it's like you call Mateus, and then everyone's like, boof, right? <laughs> right? I don't know. But names are important, all right? Names are important. Um, your mom and I chose the names of my kids, David, Sarah, and Rafael. And they all have meaning. If you are a, a Curitibano, you live in Curitiba, this is our city, you probably know what the name Curitiba means. Do you? Uh-oh. Do you? Put in the chat. What, what is the name of Curitiba, if you know? Oh, you, you can search online, right? So, yeah. But go ahead. What, what is the name of Curitiba? What does it mean? It is a, a native language. You said it. What is it? Someone said it here. Pinhão. Well, yeah. It has to do with a, with a certain tree. Why? Because here in this region, there was a lot of this tree, the pine, or pine wood, and it, there was a lot. Pinheiro, right? So that's what the name means. So when you choose a name for something, for someone... You are looking for some characteristics. There's a meaning to names. And uh, in the Bible, in this series, I am so happy to study, to know, and to get into the words to know the names of God. Know the names of God. And the titles of Jesus. So we're going to get into that. We're going to study a little bit. And I don't know if you know this, but if you're choosing name for your kids, here are the top 10 most popular names of 2020. Are you ready to get note? 
All right, first name for girls is Emma. Two M's. Emma. So if you're, if you're choosing a name, here it is uh, for 2020, Emma. Uh, another is virus. No. <laughs> Or corona. No. A boy name would be uh, Leon. Leon. Okay, it's the first one. The second is Noah for boys and Olivia for girls. The third is Ava for girls and William for boys. The fifth is uh, Sophia and Lucas. The sixth is Charlotte. I like that one. And Benjamin. Huh? Any Benjamin here? Benjamins? No? All right. So, and the last one, seventh place, we have Maya and Elijah. All right. There, 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 there you go. You can take known if you dream of having kids. Or if you're pregnant, you want to choose, you can choose Israel too, right? Um, <laughs> all right. So, names are important. They have a meaning and a, they, they, they have significance. They reveal different things about us. My name means um, wrestling with God. All right. I wrestle with God every morning. <laughs> or, or, you know, it is, I don't know if you know the meaning of your name, but it, it's good to look up. All right. How many of you like the meaning of your name? You're like, yes, this is the best meaning ever. All right. How many of you don't know the, name, the meaning of your name? Go ahead. Yeah? Okay, so you, homework. Look it up. Look it up. All right? All right. So in the Bible, we see that there is an importance for the name. God even changes people's name in the Bible. So there is something important about the names. Because if God takes your name and changes it, Because there is a, a, something very important there. For example, names have to do with relationship. See, I play with Jimmy because we kind of have a relationship. He's from my small group for many years. He's, he's attending, going there. So we have a certain relationship. He doesn't call me. Uh, he has a different way of calling me than people who just uh, go around the hall and say, Hey, pastor, right? It's like a dog, for example. If you have dogs, you, you, kind of, you kind of like, you look at a dog and say, hey, nice dog, right? It's a dog. Or, for example, kids, when they learn uh, the names of stuff, oh, puppy, right? Or dog or whatever, they, they're going to call something. Until they know it's not just a dog, it's a Labrador. Ooh. No, it's a pit bull. Okay, you're getting better because you are kind of getting to know that animal better. But once you buy it, you, it's yours. It's my dog. What do you do? You give it a name. You don't call it, hey dog, come here, Labrador. You give it a name because you are in a relationship with this dog, right? You're going to see it every day. You're going to pet it. You're going to lick it. Let, let him lick you, whatever. You're going to kiss it. You're going to feed it. It is yours. You have a relationship. What do you do? You give it a name. It's not just a dog. It's not just a, hey, pit bull. It is Tucci. I used to have a big dog this size. This is her sitting down. Tucci was her name. She was a fila, a Brazilian fila, huge dog. And I also had a little one this size. Her name was Chiquinha. And they were very different. They had you know, different names because... She, Chiquinha, she, she would cry a lot. So that's why, you know, Chiquinha from Chavez, yeah, 
So, yeah, that was her name. Tucci. I don't know why I gave her the name of Tucci. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know if it does. But it, I looked at it. it. It looked like a Tucci. You know, when you look at someone, you say, hey, you don't look like your name. You look like someone else, right? You look like a John. You look like a, a Bob. <laughs> I don't know if you've, you've done that, but we kind of look at people and we give them names. Some people look like animals. I have, I have this weird, um, I, I don't know, maybe it's not a, I, I look at some people and I see some animals, you know, the, the figure, the, you know, it's like, oh, she looks like um, a bear, or this person looks like a raccoon, or this person looks like, I don't know, it's just me, or maybe not. Uh, anyone else? Come on. Yeah, you see animals in people? I do. I do. This one looks like a rat. Look at his face, you know, but, you know, but we give people names. Uh, characteristic, um, just by being with a person, a relationship can change people's name. If you don't know me, you call me Pastor. If you know me a little bit, you call me Pastor Israel. If you are, you know, you come to my place, you eat the bread I make, you, you like my family, you have a relationship, you call me Pastor Israel. Not just joking. <laughs> you call me just Is Isra, Right? Or you know, if you're really, really, really part of my family, you're really down, you know, you kind of like, if we're buddies and stuff, you call me? I'm not going to reveal my nickname. All right. Let's move on. My, my kids call me what? Dad. They don't call me Pastor Israel. Can you come here? Because we have a relationship. They call me Dad. My wife calls me. Oh, I'm not going to reveal that too. We have something. You know, we call each other something sweet because it, our relationship has to do with how we treat each other. And God is the same way. God is the same way. So, so what do you say to God when you speak to God? When I speak to my wife, I call her by a name because of our relationship. When I speak to my kids, I call them by a name. Because we have a relationship. What is it that you call God? Have you ever stopped to think about that? How is your relationship with God and how do you call him? Uh, here's a, a whole bunch of names. But there are three, let's say, three basic uh, for God. The main names for God is Elohim, Adonai, Yi. Jehovah. And then there's subtitles that you can, El Shaddai, El Hafai, and all of us that we're going to get into that. And some of these of Jesus, the Lamb of God, our hope, King of Kings, and all that. We're going to get into those in the next month. But today I want to look at God, Almighty God, El Shaddai. So if you want to open your Bibles, go ahead, open your Bibles in Genesis uh, verse 17, chapters 1 and on. If you want to follow home, we've got um, on the screen for you. And here, go ahead, open your apps. Now it's not open your Bibles, open your apps, right? Uh, but you can open your Bibles too. All right, Genesis 17, verse 1 says this. When Abraham was 99 years old, Yahweh... Uh, 
appeared to Abraham. And he said to him, I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be blameless. This is God revealing himself to Abram. He's not Abraham yet because God didn't change his name until now. He is Abram and Sarai. And here is God coming to him and saying, Hey, this is who I am, the Almighty God. He presents himself, and verse 2 says this, So that I may make a covenant between me and you, and may multiply you exceedingly. Then Abraham, what was his response? Verse 3, Then Abraham fell upon his face, and God spoke with him, saying, Verse 4, As for me, behold, my covenant shall be with you. And you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. Your name shall no longer be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham. For I will make you the father of multitude of nations. Let's stop right there. I don't know if you know, but what, what does Abram mean? Do you know what Abram mean? Abram means exalted father. See, when people call you by the name, they're calling you by what, they, what it means. So they were saying, hey, exalted father. And he would look at his family and say, well, I am not a father. I'm not a father. So every time people would call him by his name, they would remind him of what he was not. This could be, you know, a little frustrating, right? Oh, yeah, that's me. I'm old and I can't have a kid. So Abram means exalted father. Every time someone would call him, it will remind him of what he wasn't. But let's go back to the text. His response to God was what? He fell, he fell down upon his face. He fell down upon his face. He surrendered himself. He was, he was down on his face. That, he humbled himself. Because he was there in front of Almighty God. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Names, they have meanings. This week and the next month, we will look inside the names of God. And I want to invite you to discover or rediscover what the names of God mean. And how we can uh, get, increase our relationship with knowing who He is. So in the Bible, you see God reveals Himself to Abram the first time as El Shaddai, Almighty God. And... This name, El Shaddai, you see 48 times in the Old Testament. But in the book of Job, you see 31 of those 48 times. 31 of those times is in the book of Job. I thought that was interesting. If you know the story of Job, 
He takes everything from him. And that's where God was sufficient. Almighty God. In, in the book of Job, 31 times this name comes up. How did he respond? He fell in his face because he was facing El Shaddai. How do you face your God? First thing, how do I respond to God? Hey, buddy, how, what's up, man? Well, yo, what's up, dude? You know what I need today? Yeah, here's the list. Woo. Send an inbox right now. Take a look. I'll be here waiting. Woo. See you later. Catch up. See, how do you relate to this God? The almighty El Shaddai God. The almighty God. How do you relate to him? How do you respond to him? When you are in your quiet time, what is your response? Do you know how to call him? Are you in the presence of the almighty I'm not saying that you cannot talk to God. Yo, dude, what's up? You know, because that's teenagers. They, they talk like that, right? That's not my way of talk, of talk. But we have, it all depends on the relationship you have with him. If you have a relationship, you know who he is. You're like, oh, daddy. You, you, and then your face is on the floor because you know who you're dealing with. You know who is there. When you put a song, you worship God. I don't know how can some people just worship like, okay. You know when there's no feeling? You know when you're just walking around downtown and you, people don't look at each other? Now even more, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, you're running away from people. There's no high fives, no more 20 hugs. Oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? I can't say no more 20 hugs. 20 fist bumps now. So Abraham, he fell in his face because he knew who he was talking to. So for, for 25 years after Abraham was given the promise of God, every time he was called, it reminded him of what God said who he was. That's why he changed his name from Abram, exalted father, to Abraham, the father of many nations. So when, when he was called Abraham, he was like, wow, that's the promise. I am uh, you know, a father of many nations. And this is interesting because God changed his name so that he remembered the promise that God gave him. He was always remembered when people would call him. Now the scene here unfolds is quite extraordinary. God addresses someone who, um, someone who many would consider to be an old man, 99 years old. You couldn't have kids anymore. You know, many would consider all that for him, it's done. There's, there's nothing you can do. Just, uh, you know, just go rest and just be an elder, right? Uh, you're done. Now, even more, all the elders stay home. Don't get out of your house. Can you imagine how they are feeling? It's like, I'm, I'm not useful. 
Not like uh, no one likes me. I'm there, you know, I want to go out. And you see a lot of videos of, you know, some elders trying to escape from, you know, jumping windows and going, you know, trying to escape. And they're like, no, stay home, stay home. And, and you, how hard that might be for them. And here is Abraham. He is 99. And God promising him that he will have a son. And he's like, yeah, right. <laughs> you forgot that my wife, she's stereo, right? You know, you forgot that, right? You made her, right? So I need to remind you that she can't have a kid. So, and, you know, we're past the age. We're past the age. But God said to, in, in a couple of verses down, he says, I think verse 19 says, but God said, Sarah, you will, uh, your wife shall bear you a son indeed. And you shall call him, there's the name again, Isaac. Laughter, that's what it means. And I will establish my covenant or solemn pledge with him for an everlasting covenant and with his prosperity after him. I like the song we sang, the blessing song. The generation, generation, and then their children, and their children, and their children. Ever, and that, you know? We always mess up the part, right? <laughs> I do always. But this is, this is, this is him saying, We're gonna, I'm going to bless your generation. Because that's what your name means. That's, this is what I have for you. And then if he looks at his condition, I'm an old man. My wife can't have kids. How is this possible? Then he presents himself, what? El Shaddai. Look who is giving you the promise. The Almighty God. The God of the impossible. The God who can do everything. The God who is sufficient. I don't need your help. This is who is speaking. This is the one who is giving you this promise. This is the one. I am blessing you. I am blessing you. Not Israel, not the pastor, not the church. This is not just anyone who is saying this. This is the almighty God. So just rest and chill out. So if you look at his condition, that's why maybe in, in, in the book of Job, you see a lot of El Shaddai because... God is the Almighty. He is over everything. He is in control of everything. And sometimes we forget that. We try to help God. We make El Shaddai El Shadino. I don't know. The Almighty suddenly becomes little, oh my goodness, can you really do this, God? I mean, this guy's impossible. We forget that this El Shaddai is my God Almighty. The impossible is with him. Then I try to help God. I try to be the Holy Spirit. I try to do things. I try to do it my way. And if you look at Abram's life, what did he do? He tried it his way, right? Because it was taking so long for this promise to come. And what happens? He just makes a mistake. He, 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 he kind of, well... You know, this is not going to come. It's getting too long. Maybe if I just go with, with the servant, she can have a kid. Then, I, you know, he tried to do what? He tried to help God. And we do that all the time. We try to help God. The Almighty God. El Shaddai. We're going to give you a little hand here. 
You're taking too long. Can I just, I, I, I know what I didn't do. I'm not, I'm done. I got, I got it all down. Just, just chill out, God. Just, just let me, and then you, <laughs> you mess up. I got this, then you mess up. Listen, the guarantee of the promise rests on God's almightiness and his power. Because when, when the one who makes the promise is all-powerful to establish it, its fulfillment is certain. You just got to rest and wait for El Shaddai to do the impossible. I don't know, there are some promises in your life that you're still waiting, that you're still waiting. Maybe you're the only one who, who is... Um, uh, uh, converted in your family. Maybe you are the only one who is a Christian in your family. And you're waiting for the salvation of your family. There's a promise in the Bible that says that me and my family will serve the Lord. God, when is this going to happen? Then I try to help him. I start preaching to my family. Start preaching. Come on. You shouldn't do that. You're wrong. You're this. Look, I'm the right one. I'm doing this. I'm the best. I have Jesus. You don't. And we start preaching, preaching, preaching. Sometimes we don't, you know, step aside. Let God do the work. <laughs> You're messing up God's work. Just be quiet. Face on the floor, remember? Your response to El Shaddai needs to be where? On the ground, my friend. Your battle is fought face on the ground. And just go before him and say, you are the Almighty. I cannot change lives. I cannot change their thoughts. I cannot change. They're lost. I cannot do nothing for them. You are El Shaddai. So I am here before you. God Almighty, do your thing. Save, help, transform. On your knees. That's where you're supposed to be. Not blabbering. Not just trying to convince anyone. You don't convince people. There's no words that you can say that can change people's minds. Or change people's lives. Only El Shaddai can. Amen? Only El Shaddai can. Only God Almighty can do this. Because He is all-powerful. And maybe you're doubting. Maybe you have doubts and fears in your heart. That God's promise for your professional life. For your, 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 for your marriage, for your kids. Maybe you have dreams. And, well, you know, it took 25 years for Abram to finally, Abraham come and the nation start coming. 25 years he was there. If you take a look from chapter 11 until chapter 17 where he talks, there, there's, a, there's a lot going on. Maybe you, you doubt the fulfillment of God's promises in your ministry for your financial life. Know that what God promises, He declares, His hand establishes. He is willing. He, he wants to fulfill His promises in His timing. Not your timing. Not the way you want. In His timing. We just got to be face down and face the Almighty the way we're supposed to be, on our knees, in our prayers, in our quiet time. Sometimes we face God like, hey, come on, you're just taking so long. You know what? And you kind of like, you know, 
come to God in, in a very powerful way. And you're supposed to humble yourself and say, okay, God, okay, God, okay, God. El Shaddai, Almighty, I know you are preparing something. You're, you're the impossible. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I'm just going to be here and do what I can do. I invite you to change from your mind every thought of doubt and fear and rely firmly on the word of the one who made you the promise. El Shaddai, the Almighty God. If he said so, he'll do so. Because he is, say it with me, El Shaddai. Close your eyes and bow your heads. He is almighty to accomplish it. Whatever, whatever it is that you think it's impossible, it is possible to El Shaddai. So I want you to put your fears before God wherever you are right now watching everyone. Put your fears, your doubts before the Almighty God. Declare that His almightiness is at work. His perfect plan in motion is is active, is not paused. He's planning, he's doing. If he said he will do, he will. His timing is perfect. All we need to do is be on our face and humble ourselves to the Almighty God. And not leave his presence until you hear it. Until you see it. Until you see it done. And whenever you're tempted to just run away and go do your thing and try to help God. Just, just ask for more strength. Ask for more strength for you to stay put. And wait for his will to be done. Because you cannot do the impossible. Almighty God can. What you can do is humble yourself before God and say, here I am. Here I am. These are my, these are my worries. These are my needs. This is who I am. Transform me. Make me into a, uh, in Israel make me to you know help me believe what you have for me what you promised me help me believe and walk in the truth that everything is possible for you so many other promises in the Bible Help me believe and walk. And praise God while you are, are, are there in His presence. And his, and his promises will be accomplished. Because He is the El Shaddai. There's nothing, nothing impossible for God. So put before Him 
your battles. Put before him your worries. Put before him some people that you think, you know what, this guy's just so impossible. I can't deal with this situation. I am overwhelmed with this or with that. Just put it before God. Maybe today you need to put your life before God and say, God, I surrender my life to you. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. Today is the day for you to do that. Not tomorrow, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. What is guaranteed is what? Today, right now. So if you're here present, if you're online, and you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior so that you can have the power, so that you can you can start a relationship with El Shaddai and, and see Him as Almighty God. The only God who can save you, take you away from darkness and put you in the light. This is our God. He will change everything He needs to change in your life. This is El Shaddai. This is the Almighty God. I cannot change you. I can change your outside. I can buy you a new outfit and change you outside. But I cannot do the most important changes that it is from the inside out. Only the El Shaddai can. Only God Almighty can save you and give you everlasting life. The church can't do it either. Oh, if you're here and you think that, well, the church will save me. I'm sorry. We're all broken. We're all messed up too. We, we need El Shaddai. We need Almighty God too. We're here in the same, the same journey. We all need to be our face down on the floor. So if you're here, if you're, if you're at home, online with us, and you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and start a relationship with Almighty God, yes, it is possible. The Almighty God wants to start a relationship with you today. He will speak to you. He will talk. He will answer. This is a relationship. If this is you, I want you, if you're online, go ahead. There's a link be below us on the description of this video. And you can go ahead, the next step, click on it and tell us what decision you're making. And we will make sure, I'll send you an email. We will call you and we want to connect with you. If you're here with us, I want, I want to pray with you and raise your hand wherever you are. If you want to receive Jesus for the first time in your life, you want to start a relationship with the Almighty God today, it is possible. He wants to walk with you. He wants to change your name to something He is preparing you for. He has a plan. He has something beautiful for you. You just got to raise your hand and say, I want it. Is that you, wherever you are? Raise your hand. If you're online, you can raise your hand too and, and, re, and pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, the Almighty God, I surrender to you. I give my life, my future, my past in your hands. I come before you face down because you are the Almighty God. Forgive my sins. Give me a new life.
transform me into a new person and help me walk blameless like you said to Abram and help me walk in your presence and see you as Father in the name of Jesus Amen Amen